0: Hello, everyone. Matt Clark, research analyst for Money and Markets, here with your Bull and the Bear podcast. Now, if you haven't already, I do want to make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, you'll find a lot of great uh, new features and content with Chief Investment Strategist Adam Odell, Green Zone Fortunes Coder, Charles Sizemore, and myself each and every week. Also, I'm going to put up a link up here. Uh, if you haven't, uh, if you don't know about it already, I do encourage you to check out more about Green Zone Fortunes. This is our flagship uh, financial service that we do uh, we do have here with Chief Investment Strategist Adam Odell and Charles Sizemore. Uh, I serve as a research analyst and. Would love for you to check out more if you don't know uh, about it. So we'll put a link up here to where you can find out more information about that. Now, on with today's podcast. Uh, Today, I'm going to tell you about a bold prediction for the stock market in 2022. But let me preface uh, by, by telling you, before I say anything, I don't have a crystal ball. And in fact, nobody does. And anyone who says they can accurately, with no question whatsoever, forecast the future is probably trying to sell you some oceanfront property in my home state, of Kansas, which is landlocked and there is no oceanfront property. But it doesn't mean that we can't examine trends and and undertake some analysis to see what might happen uh, and what the probability of that might, might be. Now, with that said, I'm going to reveal my one big, bold prediction for the stock market in 2022. But first, and you saw this coming, I'm going to tell you about a chart. In fact, I'm going to tell you about a couple, but then again, it's kind of what I do. Now, this is the Wilshire Growth Value Ratio chart. Quite simply, what it does is it divides the Wilshire U.S. Large Cap Growth Index by the Wilshire U.S. Large Cap Value Index, and it comes up with a ratio. It's a basic way of comparing large cap value stocks against large cap growth stocks based on their performance. To interpret the the ratio correctly, when the ratio is moving higher or when the stock chart is, as it is, moves higher, it means that growth stocks are outperforming value stocks. Conversely, when it's down, it's value stocks that are outperforming. Now, the peak of the ratio for value stocks was in 2020, For the of the ratio period, was in 2000. This is when the tech.com stock uh, boom was all the rage, and it sent growth stocks through the roof. Now, since 2008, 2009, growth stocks have continued to kind of rule the day uh, and have been a heavy favorite of investors. So let's zero in a little bit from January 2020 through now. And you can see that the ratio has exploded in just the last two years. Now the Wilshire Growth Value Ratio is near the highest it has ever been, obviously with the exception of 2000. Now we can throw in the broader S&P 500 for a little greater comparison. Now, so I compared the S&P 500 index with the iShares S&P 500 growth ETF, which trades under IVW, and the iShares S&P 500 value ETF, which trades as IVE, and I compared it from 2016 to today. Now, as you would assume, all three move in lockstep with each other in terms of the direction, and that's because they're all related to the broader S&P 500 index. So you would expect they're all going to move together in terms, like I said, of their direction. And from 2016 to 2020, their total returns were pretty close together. However, since the Corona crash of March 2020, the gap has widened between these three entities significantly. Today, the growth ETF has returned 165.22% compared to the S&P 500 index returning 104.86% and the value ETF only returning 47.93%. In case you're wondering... The 2016 growth stocks have, have more than tripled the total return of value stocks using these ETFs as a comparison. And this all suggests that investors have been piling into growth stocks as this bull market continues to rage on. But it leads me to my bold prediction for 2022. While this has been a longstanding trend, I think it's going to reverse itself in 2022. That's right. I predict value stocks will start to outperform growth stocks. Now, no, I'm not suggesting we're going to see a bear market in 2022, uh, but there are a few reasons why this reversal is plausible in my head. First off, I think interest rates are on the way up. The Fed has recently suggested that inflation is not transitory as transitory as it once thought, and this sets the stage for the potential for the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates in 2022. This makes gains from growth stocks a lot less attractive and could push investors back into value stocks. However, I don't know that just one rate hike is going to be enough to curb the rate of inflation. Now, second, and this is probably a little more important, growth valuations are red hot. And I mean smoking hot. In general, stock valuations have been consistently on the rise, but even more so with growth stocks. Uh, The price to earnings ratio for IVW uh, has jumped from around 21.5 in 2016 to 32.7 presently. That's an increase of a little more than 52% in its price to earnings ratio. Now, if we're, if we're looking at a continued rise in inflation coupled with these high valuations, a pullback in growth stocks could very well be in order. And as I see it, growth stocks have had quite a run over the last five years, but conditions could be setting up nicely for that to change. Now, does not mean there's gonna be a crash? As I said before, no. Does not mean growth stocks are gonna completely tank? No. doesn't mean you should change your entire portfolio strategy to only value stocks? No. It's simply a prediction of what I think could happen. There's a possibility that growth, that the growth stock trend continues. That, you know, and it just kind of you know leads me to think again. It's a prediction. It doesn't necessarily make it so. It's what I see, what the trends tell me is definitely a viable possibility of what's coming down the road. But again, we've been in one of the longest bull markets in recent history, and there's other trends and other outside forces that suggest that shouldn't be the case. But yet it is. So bear it all in mind. Put it all in perspective. And again, if you're looking for some more valuable investment information and, and you know, the, probably the absolute best stock trading service out there, I would definitely encourage you to check out uh, Green Zone Fortunes. Again, we'll put a link up there and uh, let you know. Now, um, I want to move on to our, uh, uh, you know, our, our poll question from last week, rather. Last week in, in our Investing with Charles video series, Charles Sizemore and I uh, talked about the state of entertainment stocks with the discovery of yet another COVID-19 variant, this one being Omicron. Now, we compared AMC Entertainment and Netflix Incorporated. You've got in-theater, and then you have at-home entertainment. Um, In the video, Charles suggested that his pain point, uh, or basically the highest price he would pay for a subscription to Netflix, was in the neighborhood of around $40 per month. So we asked you what your pain point would be, and around 44% of you uh, said that once Netflix reached about $20 a month, you'd be out. That's it. You're done. Now, interesting, 29% of you are just like me and don't even have a Netflix subscription. And I'm still kicking myself over missing out on Squid Game, of which I've been constantly reminded that I missed out on since I mentioned that I don't have a subscription to Netflix. About 15% of those polls said that $25 was the max. But interestingly enough, 12% of you, a combined 12% of you said you'd pay $50 or even more for your Netflix subscription before you considered canceling. So it's valuable to some, not as valuable to others. But again, there's a lot of competition out there. And I I like my Disney+, Plus, my ESPN+, Plus, my Hulu, my Amazon Prime. It gives me, it keeps me plenty busy in terms of entertainment that I have to watch. Now, we do these polls each and every week on our YouTube channel. So make sure you check back on the community tab of the channel to see what we're going to ask next. And if you do have a question about a particular stock or sector that you'd like uh, any one of us to look at, Adam, Charles, or myself, email us. The email address is feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. We'll put that address down below on the video. Or you can also comment down below here on our YouTube channel. And uh, if you do ask a question uh, or you want to make a video of you asking a question and we stitch all that together uh, and we use it, whether you email it or video it, uh, we're going to send you some cool Money Markets gear, kind of like the shirt I have on here, maybe a hat, sweatshirt, something like that. Uh, We will send it your way. Also, uh, I, again, I, I always talk about this at the end. I'd be remiss. Head over to the mothership. It is moneyandmarkets.com. Sign up for our free daily e letter. In that e letter, we give you safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information for your portfolio. You get it from Adam, from Charles, from myself, uh, a wide range of people. And we're doing it with your interest in mind. We want to make sure that you have your setup for the best possible portfolio growth. Uh, for now and in the future. Until next time, this is Money and Markets Research Analyst and host of the Bull and the Bear podcast, Matt Clark, wishing everyone safe trade. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you.